Yo, what's going on? It's Andre the Khan, and you are now tuned into the Concast. I just want to give a huge shout out to my listeners and to those lending me their ears so I can talk my shit. Today, I'm talking about helping yourself. That's the title of this podcast Help Yourself. As you guys know, I've been real flustered about everything that's been going on since the whole George Floyd thing. And, you know, I accredit this to not necessarily being in the workspace or not being in the normal continuity of life, you know, pre-COVID was very continuity, you know what I'm saying, in school, going to work, going to work out, going home, eating, sleeping, waking up, doing that all over again, right, daily, 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 that was my life, and then as you know, COVID hits, and then we have to stay in the house, and now we have all this free time, you know, we're slacking off, we're on media a whole bunch more, you know, um, so a lot of us have been able to use these, this time in different ways, you know what I'm saying? And you can see also that everybody right now, especially a lot of young people who are out on unemployment, who are, you know, out there protesting still, who are out there trying to bring awareness, who are out there, you know, just, we all have, we, we all have been afforded a lot of time lately. And that's given us a lot of time to just kind of do things, you know, positive or negative, we're doing stuff, you know, and, you know, man, honestly, I'm gonna be real with y'all, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I have a real fear of being on a high horse, you know, being very critical, overly critical, and dismissive, and apathetic to the black experience, and to other black people, you know, I feel this way, honestly, about human beings in general. Uh, yesterday, I got news that a young lady who went to Sacramento State actually passed away. Not too sure, but I knew she, we both had mutual friends, but I did not know the young lady, but, you know, she passed away. That was sad. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, just There's a whole lot of sad shit going on, bro. Like, you know, people dying, um, you know, people dying from this COVID, um, you know, people dying from the police, you know what I'm saying, people just dying, you know, it's not, it's not a good thing to ever see or talk about, but you know, it's a natural thing in life, um, but you know, I just feel, I feel like I can't be overly critical of black people, you know, and I don't think you, we should be, especially if you're black, I feel like if you're black, whether you black, liberal, conservative, LGBT, woman, straight, black, male, whatever the hell, you know what I'm saying? You should be, you should have some type of empathy toward, and compassion towards your brother and towards your sister, no matter if you light skin, brown skin, dark skin, whatever the hell. You know what I'm saying? We need more compassion. You know what I'm saying? No matter if you African, no matter if you West Indian, it don't matter if you Black American, if you Ethiopian, if you have some type of Afro or African descent, you know what I'm saying? Lineage and blood, you Black, you know what I'm saying? You black, you feel me? That's literally how I see it in my book. And I know that that is not the consensus right now, you know? Like, there's a lot of internal divide between the black community, right? There's a lot of internal divide between um, us religiously, politically, you know, sexually, uh, socially, you know what I'm saying? Our experiences, our, our experiences, and, you know, all differ. And when I was thinking about, you know, the normalized black experience, I think it is embedded in trauma, pain, poverty, 
um, you know, uh, that's why we look up to rappers. That's why we look up to dope boys. You know what I'm saying? That's that's literally why our minds are attracted to, you know, getting the Gucci, getting the Louis. You know what I'm saying? Like we when you when you come from without, when you never know what it's like to have your basic needs covered: food, sleep, um, you know, water. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, supportive parents, whatever. You know, that makes it hard to have the privilege, I guess, and I hate using that word privilege, you know, more so because the reason I don't like the word privilege is because people use it as a, as a way to denounce someone in, you know what I'm saying? Especially white people. And that's not to say that white privilege doesn't exist because it for sure does. I mean, privilege in itself exists, right? But white privilege in itself is its own subsequent. Uh, it's like, it's like a sub it's a, what do you call it, a branch of privilege, right? Like, for me, you know, I'm a light-skinned motherfucker, so people might be like, oh, you got light-skinned privilege, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm, you know, you might have male privilege, or you might have straight male, who who knows, bro? who knows, right? It's just, it can be applied to so many different things. When you aren't given the privilege to, you know, actually focusing on your studies and actually focusing on like sports and all that type of stuff, you know, your mind develops differently, you know? And for me, I grew up in the suburbs. I'm not, I'm not going to say I was in the suburbs my whole life, but I guess now majority of my life I have been, um, you know, I grew up in a two bedroom apartment with my mom and my sister over off of like Greenback. Um, if you know where that's at, it's like a little past, uh, antelope, a little past the Heights or whatever. Um, I used to live out there in a two-bedroom apartment with my mom and my sister. The apartments, they weren't hella great or anything, but, you know, we did what, my mom did what we could, or she did what she did, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, we had food and all that type of stuff, um, you know, and then we moved to Broderick, and Broderick is like, if you know anything about Broderick, Broderick, and I lived on Andrew Street in Broderick, and that, it's getting a little gentrified now, but... At the time, there's a lot of homeless people out there, a lot of stray dogs. Like, it just wasn't, like, the best spot to live in, you know. But I grew up out there for a little bit, and then finally we moved to the suburbs and um, been out here ever since. But I've been able to meet so many different black people from so many different experiences, middle class, you know, real upper class, like, real rich, you know what I'm saying? Um you know, from the hood, from, like, really bad environments, you know what I'm saying, I got black friends all over, all types of places, you know, and they come with different experiences and different mindsets, you know, and sometimes those mindsets lie outside of norm normality, you know what I'm saying, like, you think a, you know, a hood dude come from somewhere, like, he ain't smart, it's like, nah, like, he know a whole lot, you know what I mean, um, and that was, one of the things, you know, I realized getting into college was like, yo, the black experience, the black mind, the black consciousness is very diverse. You know what I'm saying? You know, I have my personal opinions about what will take black people further, right? But so does every other black person. You know, we all have different groups. We all have these subcultures, you know what I'm saying, um, that are dedicated to pro-blackness and what being pro-black is and how that looks you know what i'm saying and we all have differences in how to get there you know what i'm saying and it's hard for me to 
it's hard for me to just kind of like write or kind of like talk about these issues sometimes because I'm not in a position of building yet. Like I haven't helped myself yet. Like I'm currently helping myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm currently helping myself to get to a point to where I can help others, you know? And sometimes that's the most frustrating thing because I have to wait for time, you know? And time moves at a constant pace, you know what I'm saying? And I can't do anything to manipulate it. I mean, I can, however, in that time, be reading, writing, working, trying to build. And that's what, you know, I encourage everybody to be doing. And um, that term, just helping yourself, it comes in very different ways. It comes in helping yourself mentally by reading, um, it comes in helping yourself understand other people, especially other black people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it helps you understand where your people are trying to go, you know, because I don't ever. I can, you know, I'm not like one to pull up the facts and want to debate you and go into a you know controversial topic. But, you know, I do like to I like flirting with controversial conversations you know what I'm saying I like uncomfortable conversations you know like I like to go into things that people don't normally talk about you know or why we're so quick to shut that person off or shut that argument down you know what I'm saying I like to explore that you know and one thing I'll tell you about perspective is a lot of the times perspective is 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 looking where no one else is looking you know what I'm saying sometimes being unique and just being you is saying something that someone else hasn't said yet. You know what I'm saying? Or you pointing out something that hasn't been pointed out yet. You know what I mean? That's the type of thing I'm talking about. And one thing you also have to realize is you can't help everybody. I've been dealing with that emotion and that idea for the past two weeks now. I've been frustrated. I've been aggravated. I've been, you know, just going back and forth in my, you know, pacing in my garage, just trying to figure out why I can't get to everybody. And you know, that's too utopic of an idea. That's too idealistic. You know, unifying every black person is impossible because I'm not going to be able to do that. You know, I might be able to rally a lot of black people together, but I'm not going to be able to rally like everybody. Like we all have our differences, you know? And sometimes I wonder, you know, why can't we just put our differences, uh, you know, aside like socially and politically mainly to develop a unification of a, a black people you know and it's because we have a controlled narrative you know what i'm saying we have something that has been affecting us this like generationally biologically physically mentally spiritually like for like 500 years now you know i just started reading howard zinn's uh our people of the united states of america and like i'm going into the you know uh bacon rebellion to, you know, the settlement of Jamestown, Virginia, um, you know, uh, you know, slave riots, all this type of stuff, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm peeling back layers of history trying to understand stuff. And it's important to realize that, it's important to realize that you will only be able to build your tribe and have those people speak to your tribe. And I mean, you speak to the people in your tribe only. You have to develop your own platform, develop your own tribe, and just work with that tribe. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is you have to engage with one of my, you know, one of my um, professors from that I had for journalism at Sac State was telling me, always engage with your critics, you know? So 
I put I put things out there to get critiqued so I can engage with people on a thoughtful basis, you know, on a mindful basis. It's like I put certain things even on the internet just to spark a conversation, just to get someone to say something to me, you know? And sometimes I do. I do get people to say things to me, you know? And it'll be the complete opposite of what I said, you know what I mean? They might be, you know, trying to argue with me or something. And, you know, one thing about I always tell y'all is if you can invoke passion in somebody, then you have the ability to possibly bring them to your side. Not always. You won't always, but it's important that you understand that people have different opinions in you. You know what I mean? And that's okay. You know, that's totally okay. What you have to do, if you really want to help the black community like myself, and one thing I've been realizing is that you have to help yourself before you help others. You can't, you can't help anybody else before you help yourself, you know, because that's how you understand true help. You can't love anybody else before you love yourself. That's how you know true love when you love yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can recognize what love is because when you see somebody else, you treat them like you. What is it? Didn't didn't Jesus say treat your neighbor like you? You know, treat thy neighbor like thyself or something like that. I don't know. You know, but treating other human beings like they're like they're you, like they're like you're that person. You know, treat people how you want to be treated. There's a reason why that cliche is still is a cliche, and why that still stands true to this day. You know, find ways to help yourself. For me, it's been reading history. And, and just reading and reading and reading. That's how I'm helping myself. You know, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I want to build to where I can economically raise the black community, consciously raise the black community, and spiritually raise the black community. Oh, and physically. You know what I'm saying? Economically and mentally, though, mainly. Those are the two things I'm really, I'm really searching for. And, you know... I feel sometimes isolated, not only because I'm in COVID, but because my opinion or my beliefs, whatever, the way I think might not be accepted in in the black consensus or in everybody else's consensus. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of people I follow on Instagram that say a lot of things that I, I just, I disagree with. You know what I mean? But I don't, DM them and I don't go at them and I'm like, oh, you know, this is totally wrong. Like, if they ever want to engage with me on something, I'd be more than happy to talk to them about things. Cause you see, I'm not here to demonize people. I'm not here to critic to to overly critique people in a like in a way that will deconstruct them and you know destruct and you know harm them in some way. You know, I, that's like never my goal when I go into having conversations. I never want to. I never want to accost somebody or assail them when we have a conversation. I, I don't want to do that. I want to actually listen to them and pick their brain and, you know, make them. I want to make them work a little bit for how they're explaining something, you know. And for me, I'm so open to I'm so open minded. I'm open to what they have to say. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you have to be. And that's how I'm helping myself, you know. Don't engage in a conversation with anybody unless you have intentions on learning. That's period. If you are going to engage with somebody and having a conversation, 
don't do it to to um to I don't know. Don't do it to critique them. Don't do it to make them feel less of themselves or make them feel stupid. Make them feel like an idiot. Don't disrespect them when you have these conversations. Have an open ear. Listen. Listen to what they're talking about. Because I don't care if you left, right, whatever, center, I don't know, whatever the hell. I, you know, even white, black, Asian, all that. I want to hear what you have to say and I want your opinion on it. Like your true opinion on it. I want to understand how you really think. If you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say that shit at all, honestly. Either, you know, send it in the group chat or, you know, just keep it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? But literally, that's that's how it is at this point. Social media don't help nothing. I never leave away from social media feeling relieved. I always feel, I don't know, I always feel it more, more less about myself and like an idiot every time I log on to social media and log out. I just see some stupid stuff and I just think about, that's a whole other podcast talking about social media and how we're so tethered to that. But, you know, that's it for my podcast, man, today. You know, help yourself before you help others. You know, shut up and build. Stop stop being idealistic and utopic. Start being a realist. You can't help everybody, but, you know, you will be able to help others. Build your tribe. This is Andre the Kant, and I'm out.